Welcome back to the Comic Books Deserve Better podcast. This is Brian, and we're here for another bonus episode with Richard. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Oh, yeah. I hope everyone's doing fine. Uh, nice weekend day so far. But, um, but now we'll go ahead and talk about our bonus subject. Uh, our last bonus episode, this uh for uh, this this time off uh, we'll be doing i think uh, hopefully four more uh for next uh, for the winter break essentially but uh this time around we're going to be talking about the umbrella academy season one uh which uh i have a very very simplified <laughs> uh description of it we'll, we'll get more into it obviously um so per imdb a family of former child heroes now grown apart must reunite to continue to protect the world and it stars elliot page tom hopper david castaneda emmy raver lampman uh, robert sheehan aiden gallagher justin h min and colm fury that kind of gets the whole hargreaves clan right there mm-hmm. okay so um well um so this is actually adapted we'll, we'll also start we'll also talk about the uh the book that it was adapted from it's the first volume of the umbrella academy apocalypse suite is the name of the volume and it was written by gerard way uh art was gabriel ba colors dave stewart and letters were by nate piecos uh so uh let's kind of let's go into well what do you want to do first you want to do the uh the comic first or do you want to do the the show first um let's do the comic first i feel like that's quicker so um this was my first uh this was my first um introduction to gabriel ba as an art artist and same it's like the it's like a, it's it's like mignola on steroids and i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and especially with david stewart doing the art you know you can totally tell that the, there's there's definitely that kind of influence there but it's definitely it's his own thing as well um so um the ultimate villain in apocalypse suite is ultimately the same as it is in the in the comic or in the uh in the tv show um, which um, I guess you know. Spoiler alert is turns out to be the sister who d- was supposedly had no powers, uh, Vanya Hargreaves. Um, number seven. Who, yep, number seven, who is awakened <laughs> as the white violin. So, actually, basically, um, at the ex- a quick rundown about the series, you know, since the IMDb uh, description was so. Uh, was so sparse and this kind of has to do with the tv show as well um essentially there is an event that happens that causes um like was it over 40 women 40 43 uh women are instantaneously pregnant and giving birth yes they they, exactly the the they end up giving birth at the exact same time um reginald hargreaves uh decides to collect as many as, as of these babies as possible for unknown reasons. Um, uh, later, you find out it's for him, but in his words, is to save the world. And yes. um, he ends up getting seven of them and, and basically starts the Umbrella Academy as um, a place to raise these kids as well as train them, more on the latter than the former. That, You'll find you find out through the books that Hargreaves was not the best father in the world, if not a father at all, <laughs> really. Um, but 
So these seven kids, uh, well, six of them end up showing that they have power and end up becoming kind of superheroes in this world. And this, the book itself takes place many years after that when they're all adults um, and uh, they've reunited because of the death of Reginald Hargreaves. And um, then they find out that they were, they got back together at the right time because the apocalypse is about to happen. So a quick synopsis. Of, that's actually kind of a good synopsis of both. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Vanya is the seventh child, as we said before. And uh, in the comic, um, it turns out she is the most powerful of, of the Hargreaves children, but was, was basically told through the powers of another one of the children, Rumor, um, that, um, that she was an ordinary kid. And Hargreaves, the, uh, the elder, definitely hammered at home that she was ordinary and basically said, just play your violin. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, let's, let's pause for a second. Sure. Hargreaves, the father, he's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. let's just get that out there. Like, he's a monster. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, I like, feel like, <laughs> like I said, without just putting that on Front Street, he is a monster. Father in the loosest terms possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the robot that he created to be their mom was more of a parent, <laughs> was yes. more, was, is, is more of a parent than, than the, 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 the talking the, monkey yeah. is more of a parent. Oh. The, uh, exactly. Kind Public. of, uh, racist stereotype manservant that's around in the comic but didn't make yeah. the tv show kind oh, of more of a parent yeah they they, they definitely <laughs> i kind of went the right way with with getting rid of that yeah no I was, like when, when i watched when we watched when i watched the show i was just like oh yeah good call good call yeah, yeah very good call. And, <laughs> that, uh, that seek gentleman it, it wouldn't be the best look exactly no totally and and i think i think that might have been a um an homage to like the league of extraordinary gentlemen because i told right right no no definitely i they were definitely homaging that I, yeah I mean, it definitely seemed that way, but, but yeah, it was just kind of like, Ugh, yeah. Ugh. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's step away from that, please. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, um, so so yeah, the each of these uh, kids have different opinions about Hargreaves, and they're not very positive. The only one that kind of has a positive opinion of him is uh, is number one, the uh, Big space boy. boy. <laughs> um, but um, he um, or. What's his, what's his real name? Luther. Yes. Uh, so yeah. No, so all of them, the, the, their father Reginald, all basically just addresses them by numbers. And then on top of that, they pretty much all gave themselves real normal people names, as well as superhero code names. Yeah. So and the superhero code. Feel free names, to be confused. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is the superhero code names are not used a lot in the the TV show either. They're right. They're 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 known as their their regular names, which in the TV show I don't know if in the comic, but in the TV show, the mom gave them. The, the, yes, the yes. I don't think it's that way. I think uh, in the comic they give themselves names. Yes, exactly. Okay, so um, Vanya um, is basically enticed to go join the the apocalypse suite um, or the 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 orchestra of the apocalypse by a conductor. Who wants to end the world and has wrote the song to end the world and mm -hmm. he, he for some reason knew that uh vanya had uh inherent powers that uh even she wasn't aware of and um and so then awakens those powers through a machine through basically uh some kind of uh like you know surgery manipulation and right. uh and then she goes insane and basically tries to bring the, the destruction of the world 
and ends up getting foiled by uh, Klaus, uh, who is seance also, and uh, is able to talk to the dead. And he finally channels Hargreaves uh, and, uh, and convinces Vanya to, to stop, and she does. And so they save the world um, in the comic. <laughs> As I, I stress in the comic, they, they save the world. Um, and it turns out actually that Klaus never did channel Hargreaves, that he was just a really good actor and fortunately was, it was convincing enough to, uh, to prevent the, uh, the apocalypse. So, yes. so, so, um, but, 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 yes. But also, does it, uh, rumor shoots her in the back of the head, right? Um, yeah, rumor ends up shooting, shooting Vanya in the back of the head. Um, Which I, doesn't kill her, but like it cuts her off from her power as well. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, it was just enough. Enough of a that. Yeah. Thank you. I is. I think I read it about two weeks ago. So I. I didn't <laughs> that part. Yes. And so. No. 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 Un, until they had the, I actually completely forgot that part until they had a similar scene that doesn't play out the same way in the TV series. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where we're like, oh yeah, no, they're totally. I was like, oh yes, yes, I forget. I remember this moment. <laughs> no, absolutely. So. Um, another another thing to kind of um, talk about real quick is one of the first adventures that's in the comic that's not in the uh, the TV show is the um, um, and this is definitely where you totally see the Doom Patrol um, the Grant Morrison era Doom Patrol like influences where mm-hmm. um, the fir- one of the first battles that the um, that the Doom Patrol, I'm oh, sorry, oh my god, the Umbrella Academy ever did. Was, oh, wait, was correction, against... number five shoots her in the back of the head. Sorry, ah, it, yes. it's rumor in that position in the show. In the comic, it's number five. It's number five, yes, yes. Who and... who also, um, amongst them, number five is the only one without a code name or a real name because he yeah. disappears so early that he doesn't, so, he never gave himself either. In the comics, um, it he doesn't have teleportation powers, at least not in the first volume. At least I couldn't tell that he if he had them or not. But he definitely has the time, like his superpower right. is time travel. And so, but then the, they they kind of changed it in the TV show where he right. he can he can go through time, but he also can jump through space uh, with ease as well. And so I kind of gave him a little more of a of a of a of a superpower essentially in this because in the comic he's chumming around with. Uh, with old uh, Pogo a lot wearing oh, yes. anti-gravity belts because he's more like of a super spy than anything else. <laughs> but um, so um, so so yeah, the um, they they end up fighting a zombie uh, Eiffel uh, who's made the Eiffel Tower turn into a basically a giant kaiju monster. <laughs> and so so that, that it's so great because they throw yeah. you in the deep end right at like the first two pages of the book. It's fantastic. Which totally gives definitely Doom Patrol uh, vibes, and it's and it's funny that the Doom Patrol show and this show kind of started at the exact same time too. Right, and and, and, and um, Gerard Way end up right, has written for both. Yes, yep, exactly. <laughs> so hopefully he's getting residuals for for both. I know he's at least for uh, Umbrella Academy, uh, which was originally created because he was under the assumption that DC would never let him write. Um, uh, Doom Patrol. So oh, really? he he wrote Umbrella Academy as a tribute to Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol, and and it was and it was such a hit that even Grant Morrison writes like the forward in in some of the editions. Yeah, yeah, in the uh, in the trade. And, yeah, yeah, and and like Grant Morrison, I think searched out Gerard Way 
at a con once and just be like, hey, you wrote that Umbrella Academy book. It's pretty cool. And Jordan Wade's like, holy crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's anything like me, comic book fan, yeah. he would turn into a puddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's like, hey, you know that homage that you did to my book? Uh, it was great. I love it. And they're like, oh, well, thank you person i adore <laughs> and, and, um, in grant morrison's heart of hearts that's all he's ever wanted from alan moore <laughs> exactly yes and or like mark millar to say it to him but right uh, right <laughs> um or mark miller i guess i i, I still say millar but I, I, I always say millar as well yeah but um, i know i know now that it's miller but i always say millar as well yeah, <laughs> yeah i it, it's just, old habits yeah it looks that way and so it's easy to say it and most of the names of these creators we we've read many times but never actually have heard, heard yeah so um so so yeah and um, so that's kind of funny then then a few years later because of the clout of umbrella academy way gets the doom patrol and and his and, own imprint <laughs> yeah, and, and the young animal yeah in, imprint and i i have to say that um the the first he wrote two volumes of doom patrol and they're among the best of um, mm -hmm. Doom Patrol. Yeah, it's not. This is not a DC uh, um, podcast, but I just like to say that uh, I am a big fan of this, and I am a fan. Um, I've read the second volume of Umbrella Academy. I haven't read past that, um, but it's been such a long time. I can't even tell you. I just know it takes place in the past. In um, oh, nice. In it takes place during the Kennedy assassination. That's all I remember. Oh. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So, uh, which is implied in the in the TV show. So. Um, mm -hmm. So let's, let's kind of, you want to get into the TV show real quick? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, little differences. Uh, Vanya is a huge part of, uh, of the TV show more than, than she is in the, the comic. Right. Um, she does definitely interact with them. Oh, oh, also, let's do a hard stop and reset for a moment. Yes. We said that Reginald's a piece of shit. They're all also kind of pieces of shit They're for the most part. Oh yeah, <laughs> varying are, degrees. These and are they all the all, worst people in the, the world, most, right? They all in the book and uh, and in the show treat Vanya pretty terribly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is absolutely just this context of this relationship, unhealthy relationships. There's, there's no question why Vanya kind of despises her siblings. Right. And oh, we oh, and oh. we didn't mention so Vanya is on the outs with them in the current time. Um, because she wrote like a, uh, an expose book about the family. This happens both in the comic and the show and mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of air airing the dirty family laundry. So there, she's just kind of on the outs on top of not having any powers because of that. Yep. And exactly. And, 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 and especially, well, in the book, um, number two, Kraken is really, at you know very very offended and mad at, at her for it and in the comic or in the tv show i think they're all kind of show a lot of animosity towards towards vanya mm -hmm. but if you get someone like elliot page to play a character i understand why you put that character more in more in the show oh no absolutely and, well no yeah i mean of all the actors in the in the series i mean he's the most known quantity you know yeah. coming in i mean outside of a I guess slight spoiler, Mary J. Blige, but we don't know Mary J. Blige as an actor so much. Exactly. Though she is amazing in this series. Oh, those characters are fantastic. I'm, I'm sure we'll get to it. Yeah, and that's another that's another big thing too. Um, I'm really hoping actually both of them somehow survive 
for the, the second season or the third right. season because yeah we'll get yeah, we'll, we'll get into to, to hazel and cha-cha in just a, a few minutes here um but yeah um oh yeah just and just for the record um vanya hargreaves the character in the tv show um is is female and identifies as female and in the and, and it's played by Elliot Page who identifies as male. So when we talk about Vanya, we're going to use female pronouns. And as you as you already probably all heard, you know, when we talk about Elliot Page himself, we'll talk we'll we'll use him. Absolutely, I did find it interesting though um, watching the show because I believe season one was made before he transitioned. Yes, and I was surprised that in the credits they went back and retroactively. I changed it that was such a smooth move that was pretty cool yeah no 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 I I I, at first I was just like eh do you want like because I do have like a thing about nothing about uh Elliot's transition but just like eh, let the art stand on the art and like there's no need to change it you know just let it stand as is and then you know whatever but like the more like I saw it I was just like eh no that's who he is and this makes it makes more sense to just change it and, Especially and, in the area now, we're changing it so easy. <laughs> exactly, and and um, and and also, it, it's this is also there's a new in, just in media in general with um with effects, um, especially uh, if there are shows that are are streaming or, or movies that are streaming. Once the effects get better, a lot of times they they redo the effects and and put them back on the streaming, you know, right. streaming uh, programs with better effects. So if they can do that, they can also change a, a name. <laughs> you know because like yeah. uh, like the uh the modern day uh planet of the apes uh movies every like three years they they redo the effects oh and, i didn't realize that yeah so like if you watch the first one that came out 10 years ago it's it has 2021 like special effects in it which is pretty cool you know i even though the effects then were great for that movie but still no it's, it's cool it's that, gorgeous but we digress yeah, exactly because <laughs> i will let i will let a planet of the apes uh podcast break out right now oh yes definitely <laughs> like we could just transition directly from progo to how much i love those movies <laughs> exactly if only the original was a comic book not a book then we could totally exactly <laughs> yeah but uh so so yeah um uh i i i was speaking of pogo um in the comic, he seems a lot younger. In this, I love the elder statesman Pogo. Yeah, um, I thought the also I thought the the effects they were pretty good for for the mm-hmm. for for Pogo. And, so so one of the interesting things about this show is that these are not the greatest CG effects, just generally, you know, compared to watching a high end Marvel movie or something like that. Yeah. But for what they're doing, it just works. Like Pogo looks like a realized character in that world, even though it, he's no level, nowhere near the levels of, of the CGF, something like Groot or Rocket or Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. He doesn't look exactly real, but like it doesn't have the uncanny valley thing either. It just kind of works, <laughs> even though it's not top flight uh, CG. It's somewhere between like MCU TV shows and, and Doctor Who. It's you know, it's not as <laughs> it's not as corny as Doctor Who is. I love Doctor Who, but it's not as corny as the effects are on some of those episodes. But it, they're they're definitely not up to the standards of like an MCU, even like an MCU TV show. But yeah, they're, they're still like you said, they're they're great. So like yeah, it just works. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, I what I what I really liked about um the uh, so the the show is stylized. Um, 
but then there's moments of extreme stylization in the TV show. Like for one, every episode, the 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 title is done in a in a fun way where like an umbrella opens up and it has the umbrella mm-hmm. academy on it, and it's it's all it's all like kind of like in world that that has the title, the name of the of the uh, episode or the name of the uh, the show, um, and then as well as there's the um, I think the three times that they really get into it is the in the first episode there's the the scene where they're all dancing in the in the um in in the mansion and yes and then there's a um and then they kind of pan out and you see like a a cross section of the entire mansion and they're all dancing at the same time in different rooms um as well as the library they kind of use the same kind of effect as well to kind of go through the library when they're looking for number five when he's drunk off his ass <laughs> and, <laughs> and then as well as the Alice and the Luther dance where almost it's like a stage play because like the effects actually kind of get rolled in like the lights kind of come down from like the rafters for um, that's towards towards the uh, the middle of the of the series so they have these really super stylized crazy moments that like are that definitely like are not realistic but the fact that they use it so little, it just it, it kind of makes it just a little more fun, you know. It doesn't. Take yeah, no, it, definitely, definitely. It doesn't Let me pause you a question. Yes. Um, how do you feel about the uh, Alice and Luther relationship? Like, um, I just feel like, um, me personally, I'm just like in a world where I don't know, like stepbrother sister yeah. pornography like it's become this like super fetishized thing i was like i was like is, is i was like am i being an old man or is this become a third rail because i'm like maybe you shouldn't even touch this like i feel like in the source material in the book which was made almost fif- closer to 15 years ago yeah like we didn't have that context but watching that show with like 2021 20, eyes i was just like eh, no, maybe i, I should have just skipped this I felt, it I felt works the exact same way and like yeah i kind of feel that that might have been something i i personally would have would have changed not have the 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 luther allison relationship the thing is is that it works on its own merits like and they have chemistry like it makes yeah. sense in context of the show but just in the context of the real world i just i just get a certain feeling of cringe from it exactly because one of the most heartbreaking scenes or uh, moments in the entire series is where they all they have that day where everything kind of goes great right. and and in fact like and like luther and allison end up like kissing and like they have actually you know like have like what, what might be moving forward actually to preventing the apocalypse but then number five oh, no, has, no 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 when you watch that they totally if they yeah. just if five doesn't come back they totally prevented the apocalypse exactly because because vanya finds the book before stuff goes down yeah exactly vanya finds the book way before she's off her rocker so um so yeah like she uh so so yeah it would have definitely saved the world and that's actually kind of uh one of the themes of this is kind of the futility of of like of your actions essentially because (laughs) like like everything so even like um, Banya's actions at the end that caused the the apocalypse to happen wouldn't have caused the apocalypse to happen if she wasn't like shot in the back of the head and caused her to look up and shoot the moon yes. with her laser, you know, <laughs> like and and that's what caused the the end of the world. And spoiler alert, um, season one they don't 
they don't successfully prevent the apocalypse in these they do not save the day no they do not save the day <laughs> they, they they end up hopping um through time to start season two where after failing to to save the day um but um so and then like yeah there's there are certain things like like number five kind of changing the timeline um that, that you know ultimately helps prevent you know cause what what he was trying to prevent and yeah right so, yeah um i love okay so let's yeah let's get into like the the coalition or the commission rather okay and, so what i was gonna say what i wanted to say is that for any uh body that's optioning a comic book this is a master class on how to to to, to ground things like you know what i'm saying like this is like the perfect in between of the uh like uh, those Christopher Nolan uh, Batman movies that try to be as grounded as humanly possible, yeah. where this is grounded, but it still has the fantastic. Like when you read the source material, when you read Apocalypse Suite, th the show hits all the beats of Apocalypse Suite, but like they manage to make it less fantastical and it works. Like, I don't know if you ever read um, read and seen uh, Wanted, the, uh, um, the, the Mark... Mark Millar, again, showing up, the, the, the Mark Millar comic and the movie based on it. But I remember when that movie was being made, mm -hmm. I was just like, how is this going to work? Because the, the, and the, movie, and the movie just didn't broach a lot of the subject matter because the comic, it starts off villains and heists, but it quickly delves into multiverses and yeah. villains versus superheroes. And in the movie, they're just like, oh, we're not even broaching it at all. Whereas yeah. in this, it's like they're doing the tightrope act of balancing superpowers and the real world, like flawlessly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and um, and it might also be for budgetary concerns. But like, for example, like Luther in the comics is literally a head that's been grafted onto a an ape body, gorilla's and, body, yes, a gorilla body, exactly. And 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 this, he was given like an injection that caused his body to basically to become like a gorilla. And, yeah, he's and, very big and very hairy, but he's yeah. still human, more exactly. or less. And so, and so, once again, that, that's that's definitely a grounding moment because that's more realistic than taking someone's actual head and popping it onto right. a body of a gorilla, you know, and and stuff like that. And even even like, um, you know, like mom, mom is, is is obviously an android, and they actually kind of give a, a good reason for that too with Vanya. And her, yes. you know, and, and like, yeah, they, they did a really good, you know, and that's one thing I was going to say, um, and it's kind of usually the other way around, when when you read like a book, the book kind of gets into the more of the characterization and the character development um, than, than the actual like show or movie, this mm -hmm. is the opposite, I feel, yeah. I, you hardly know the Hargreaves children um, through the comic, at least through the first volume. And in, right. and in this, you're, you you learn everybody's good things and bad things, mostly bad things about them, you know, and their <laughs> um, Like, Diego, who's such a one-note character in the comic, yes. is, is extremely developed and extremely, like, sympathetic. Like, he's such an ass in the comics, and this is like, he's no, no, an no, ass. No, 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 again. Yeah, but yeah, no, but like no, in the in the book especially, like the way he talks to Vanya in particular, but just everyone, like yeah. he hates his dad, but he learned no lessons. He's a 
prick. Like of all of them, he's a prick just like their father was. He's effectively and Batman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, uh, like even a worse Batman. Yeah, because yeah. unlike Batman, he's constantly uh, wounded and hurt. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah, like he's kind of a monster. But like, no, it was funny. So when we when we decided to do this, I read Apocalypse Suite, and I was like, wow, that was fantastic. And there's a lot there. I don't know how this TV series is going to adapt this. And in all honesty, now that we've interacted with both i'm walking away i think i enjoy the show more which that never happens often with a comic book to movie or show adaptation or even really a book to show at you know movie show adaptation but like the choices that they make to make this show more grounded and to flesh things out more i think it and this is no knock on gerard way because i loved apocalypse sweet the comic but I think that the show did a better job. Yeah. And he had his hand in him and Gabriel Ball, Ball helped develop the show too. So yeah, you, you can definitely see that, um, you know, like once again, kind of like what we talked about Ghost World, you can see the, the original creator's hand is still there to, to kind of guide in, in a way that it's not, it's not being untrue to the characters. So yeah, no, most definitely. Um, and like, um, in all honesty, I forgot about Ben in the book. <laughs> in the book he's a nothing character he gets to do stuff in the tv show klaus might be one of the greatest characters on television oh. i want to be Klaus when i grow up klaus <laughs> is wonderful and and i love and so yeah ben ben's not is is unexist does not exist in the comic like he, he dies early and yeah. that's it then he's just there to be like hey you know he's the cautionary tale don't be like ben ben died and ha- and having ben be the constant companion of Klaus, you know, right. even when Klaus is 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 purposely self-medicating so that he doesn't see ghosts, he still sees Ben. And also, what a like I love Klaus is definitely my favorite character um, on the show, non-commission uh, category. Yeah, <laughs> but but um, also maybe tell your other siblings that you are in constant contact with their dead sibling like that just that just feels like something that everyone should know about <laughs> like hey you know these powers i have like i can you know and i can talk to the dead well you know our dead brother <laughs> you know like it's yes it's, yes i talk know. to he he doesn't leave he's just with me all the time yeah like and, and like and it's and then actually that makes you wonder too because there's a part in the in the comic or when we start in the tv show that um that um Klaus gets transported to vietnam war and um and i wonder did did ben go with him and did he experience all of that as well because you don't see ben in the vietnam yeah you don't so so that i, I was does the, i think in their interactions ben knows of at least yeah. update yeah yeah so that, like that, yeah and all that that's all original content not in the book and it is I'm, it is magnificent like so like sweet. if you yeah. can't feel for klaus in that moment like you got a real dark heart. <laughs> exactly. No, totally. And um, so, so Hazel and Chacha, uh, I guess they're later. They're 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 actually characters later in the book. I think. They, oh, are I think, they? Okay. Cool, I cool. think they appear in the second volume. Because um, I remember when they got introduced, they were like, "Oh, fan favorites, Hazel and Chacha show up in the Umbrella Academy TV show," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah." So yeah. I need to read the rest so, of the uh, the series. But no, they're so good. The, they're so good. The dynamic <laughs> between them, um, like yeah, like you said, Mary J. Blige. Who knew that she could act? Like that's 
Like, I know she's been in stuff, but like, I didn't know that she was going to be this good in this. And then um, the other actor, I'm unfamiliar yeah. with, but he is like, he is a cold-blooded killer, but he evokes so much sympathy. He's, <laughs> he's kind of like a sympathetic um, uh, Rogan, Seth Rogan. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, uh, like I feel for him. I root for him. But I'm like, oh yeah, you're a monster. You you will kill yeah. at the drop of a dime. <laughs> Cameron Britton, actually, yeah, Cameron is, Britton is the actor. But yeah, no, they, they they're so good in the roles. I'd say thing, the handler. Yeah, she's another fun oh, character. Yes, <laughs> I love the '50s aesthetic of the yes, whole, her of the commission. whole aesthetic is fun. Oh man, that that is pretty cool. And then the and then like when they first kind of start introducing the um you know uh, Hazel and Cha Cha where they're finding like like bullets from the 1930s and 40s like mm-hmm. in, in, in crime scenes and stuff like that like they basically these this commission is our, our scavengers through time yes. and that's how they get all this all this stuff is it's like they haven't really built it themselves they, they've all taken it from different time periods which i think that's a pretty i guess and just you, like the the mask that they wear to hide their identity or giant mascot <laughs> yeah so the, the giant like yeah cartoon masks that they're wearing yeah which which is like something you wouldn't think would work on a tv show but it definitely works well especially... the fact that they have the suits like i feel like makes it work like it's just it's so absurdist that you're just like i'm i'm in i'm in yeah. I, I bought it <laughs> and like and what, what what's the reasoning like for in like in world reasoning for them to wear the cartoon mask is it like so that they kind of create like 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 people are like, oh, who are these silly guys? You know, like they're not. I guess here to kill me or yeah. Because the, the the one of the the more interesting things of about this show, as far as just superhero programming, no one's very invulnerable to like conventional weapons. Like one good bullet to the head can kill any of these characters. For what all the yeah. you know fantastic powers on the show, it's like oh no no like these people could all be stabbed. They could all be hurt like no one's particularly invulnerable even luther who's like a superman even luther who's a big yeah big boy yeah (laughs) which i like when when they invade when hazel and chacha invade the mansion and they find his room with the like whoever has this how you know whoever's in this room has got to be like 12 feet tall because like they they see his shoes and they're like ginormous so yeah Mm -hmm. that was yeah no um and but um the, their interaction and then like and, and even like when klaus gets uh gets taken by them and i love the oh. fact that no one realizes that klaus is gone and they even <laughs> no, no. Like, i love that he realizes because he's like you yeah. guys are hilarious he's like you kidnapped the one person they they're not even gonna notice that. like they don't care yeah. about me they're not gonna notice i'm missing and he was 135 percent <laughs> correct exactly and in fact klaus knows when, his family <laughs> and the fact that when diego goes to go rescue his brother he's thinking he's rescuing five not right not klaus which is like yeah that's that's pretty cool oh and the detective you know that that whole thing yes um, patch yeah she's another really good character and 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 i I was sad to see her kind of get dispatched um no pun intended you know like in in, in, in (laughs) the beginning no it was interesting because so at that point in the show, no one had really got taken out in cold blood. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, is she going to die in the scene or is she going to somehow get away or, you know, or, you know, because they're time cops, like, will they not kill this innocent person to F up the timeline somehow? So yeah. I, I'm literally watching the scenes like, no, she'll be fine. And then nah, no. um, Cha-Cha shoots her right through the heart. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, it's, 
one of the biggest surprises yeah like you said in in, in the series and also um and, and what you know like they definitely it's it has it does it does like it subverts like your expectations without being like edgy about it mm-hmm. which is nice you know oh, one I, thing i really appreciated in this show is within episodes they do like uh a non-linear time thing where they're, they're showing you events and they make it, they frame it as if they're happening concurrently mm-hmm. and they're kind of happening either off or you're seeing like, you know, you're seeing Hazel and Cha-Cha do something, but then when you're seeing number five do something, you think they're happening concurrently, but actually, no, number five, this is, you're seeing scenes of things that he was doing before his interaction with Hazel and Cha-Cha. Yeah, and like, like I do think it's a nice framing device, and like you know they do it a few times in different episodes. And in all honesty, I, I took a couple times for me to note before I caught it. <laughs> no, yeah, and me too. And I think the the one time that the first time I really caught it was when um, they were going to do the drop off of the briefcase in the middle of the desert. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like and then like the um, you know Hazel and Cha Cha are coming, and 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 so is Diego and and Luther to the same place and then you kind of see um like um uh what's it called number five and klaus um you know like way in the back like not not mm-hmm. you know and and as long and with diego and you think that they're very far away but all of a sudden they show up in the ice cream truck and <laughs> and they ruined the entire thing as well so yeah you you i didn't realize that until then like like mm-hmm. they were definitely playing with time so and uh, one thing too is that every character in this show is their own varying uh, or not, or every member of the umbrella academy family is their own like varying level of annoying because mm-hmm. like you see that diego has a heart of gold but then also some of his interactions with a lot of other people like vanya he's such a prick yeah <laughs> like, exactly like, like they like i love klaus klaus is my favorite character in the show they explain the stakes to klaus he understands the stakes and then he's just like eh f it let's go yeah, get high exactly <laughs> and, and Luther, he no specifically ma- knows that he needs to to do something with his powers right and and he's like no like if this is too hard i just want to get 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 high and not and and not feel anything you know right. so yeah Oh, totally. but also the, the way he is traumatized to use those powers i'm like yeah oh yeah yeah I, I no wonder <laughs> he yeah. can't do this well you're a monster they locked him in a, in a mausoleum as a kid and like let all the gross ghosts harass him like, <laughs> yeah so no wonder he doesn't want like to luther like i i think luther is the member of the family i can't stand the most because it's like bro here's all the evidence our dad's yeah. a monster can you please stop and he's like well but what would dad think it's like for the love of god Luther. And, and it's not it's not until he realizes that his dad's a monster that he real, you know but he, he even of, when he does he kind of backtracks though he does no he absolutely <laughs> does because you know? um in the episode with the the alternate like the ultimate i don't know if it's an alternate future or alternate present where you know he and uh he and um, Allison, Allison, Allison go on the date and everything. In that thing, he kind of leaves the dad stuff behind. But then in our real present, where he finds out all the information, he's he, and he goes on his bender, which is fantastic. Oh man, that was great! And then the girl thinks that he's a furry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but but uh, but like he starts to quickly backslide and to be like, well, you know, 
dad did everything for a reason i'm like oh for the love of christ sir yeah exactly <laughs> no you <laughs> no totally and and no i but i i do love when klaus finally gets a hold of of his of their dad and um oh yeah that's a great scene the whole and, shaving everything about it yeah and 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 then like when he explains it to everyone they're like wow he couldn't just wrote us like a note <laughs> like like <laughs> he had to kill himself like like god there's also klaus is super annoying because he's the catalyst for all this yeah <laughs> like don't what why would you throw the book out <laughs> exactly yeah oh yeah like when he was when he was uh was trying to get money to to, to the score he uh yeah he he he's the reason so and also oh go ahead just, there's certain like real world disconnects in this show that like you just you you can't think too hard on it because it's a show and yeah. for it to exist you got to let things go that's how fiction works but one the idea that these people have powers there's no government intervention at all nope <laughs> Yeah, nothing like, like, yeah. like Hargreaves is able to shoot one of his kids off to space. No one asks any questions. No, nothing. But also they live in this mansion. You would think that this operation cost a lot of money. So where is their inheritance? Like before yeah. or after their dad died, like Klaus is always looking for money to score. And it's like, dude, isn't yeah. your family rich? <laughs> exactly. No, absolutely. And I think that actually, that was kind of pretty clever is to put the mansion in the middle of the city because I in the comic I kind of got the vibe that they were kind of like yeah like you know, more X-Men like yeah. they're adjacent to the city exactly and and those yeah, more X-Men more Wayne Manor <laughs> and in this they're just basically another building on the on a city street right know? like it's like hey they're just one of the more the fancier brownstones in the middle of the uh... <laughs> exactly you just walk in and it looks like a mansion even though it's like like a regular dwelling um what well, well, in the in the alternate present one scene that they lose that was heartbreaking for me is when uh when diego goes to the park with mom yes and like and i was just like oh we're not gonna have that moment anymore <laughs> like yeah. It hurt. <laughs> yeah that that and then let's you know and she, she's like you're no longer under under uh you know father's uh boot and you can do whatever you want yeah. to and they yeah they never get to revisit that which is yeah once again it's just really sad but um but yeah um i i do agree with you that uh that like despite logic the t the tv show is better than like the 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 first at least the first volume of the comic i i felt right like, no, the and, and the, the thing is that we're not crapping on the comic. The no, first volume of the comic is fantastic. Re and read it's it. just like you'll appreciate the show better, you know. Yeah, no, just the little tweaks that they did, and then also like the 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 more fleshing out, the more space that they had for each character mm -hmm. is uh, you know, it makes it a funner experience. Another thing, again, you just gotta let it go because it's a show. Yeah. Allison is supposed to be this like world famous actress, and it's like two people recognize her yeah. <laughs> when she's out of the door. Like, like Maybe I'm exaggerating by two, but it's definitely five or less. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a lot of people. And and the thing is too is that going back to your 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 previous uh, statement about the um, about where's the government control in this? She's a, a world famous like actress that everyone knows that she used to be a superhero. But yet, and then also everyone's aware of what her superpower is, and it's and that's a scary superpower, like where she can basically say something and that becomes the truth and so um and, yes. and 
yeah where where where's the person like making sure she doesn't use it on everybody you know like, right right yeah. no no it's 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 essentially uh the anti-life equation yeah uh, effectively yes it is yeah you know, like like on a, on a on a much smaller scale but like yeah if she whispers in every individual's ear <laughs> yeah or even like on camera because she's famous like uh, if it's like a if she's oh, winning, true yeah of course she's winning an oscar she goes i i heard a rumor that blah 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 everyone like, shall kneel to me yeah, like, <laughs> yeah exactly um one thing too um i feel like they oversold when they show what actually happens between her and claire because she's like oh claire was having a tantrum and i was like yeah. i know i don't have kids but i've yeah. put kids to bed before and that barely registered on the tantrum that was scale. not a tantrum yeah uh, and I, then also her husband, I felt like that was a gross overreaction. She was yeah. just like, hey, baby, go to bed. Like, she didn't manipulate her to do something awful. Exactly. Or, like, yeah, she didn't alter her personality. She, right. She's yeah. just like, eh, maybe it's time to go to sleep now. Yeah, it's like, come on, go to bed, if, please. I, I know maybe 98% of the parents I know, if they had that power to just be like, yo, you know, when you want the kid to go to sleep, you could just whisper in their ear and they'll go to sleep. They would use it every day. <laughs> I have a dog and I wish I had that power. Like, <laughs> like go to the bathroom, Johnny, right now, because we're, you know, like you know, or and then yeah, never never on the, the same time schedule as you'd like. But yeah. So uh I think the one last thing that we haven't talked about yet is Leonard. Um I thought oh, yeah. <laughs> as as basically as effectively that even though Vanya is the world, he's the big bad, I would say, in the in yes. the and I like, I like the idea. I, I thought it was really clever on how what his motivations are because he too was born on the exact same day and the exact same time as as the Hargreaves children, and yet he was born regularly. Like he wasn't he wasn't one of the the miracle babies, and he has that, the power. Oh, I, I've been thinking about that too ever since. Not even watching the show, reading the comics, and I was like, oh, maybe it comes up in more of the in later issues. But I'm like. Of the 43 kids, so are there a bunch of other people just out there with powers completely untrained? That's that's the vibe I got was because I think I think Gerard Way used such a high number for 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 right. telling purposes. Like so then and then, and like, like and it's a yeah. very in in the framing of it, and it's like, and he only got seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's very much made known that, like, oh yeah, he was only able to get his hands on seven. So I'm like, yeah, where are these other thirty-seven people, thirty-something like, people with powers? Did, did the other thirty-seven die? Like, did he kill them? Like, right. you know, like because like Hargreaves doesn't have a soul, and you also find no. out, and it's also it's gently implied in the show that he's an alien because he had that one quick flashback with the violin and and the rocket ships, but. <laughs> It's never that was so weird because it, yeah. it was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> and then they never they never address it again. Like, definitely and, gonna jump on season two to see if that gets fleshed out more. Yeah, that would that would be nice because in the comics too, like it is it is like a wait, what what did you just say kind of moment too? Because in the beginning they're like Hargreaves, you know, philanthropist, millionaire, um, you know, like alien. It's like what? <laughs> like, where's mm -hmm. the alien thing? And then they show him like without a mask on. Or they show like they imply that he's wearing a mask to look like he's human, but then when he dies in the comic, he still has his mask on. <laughs> you know, like right. yeah. So so yeah, it was kind of a weird plot twist. And I and I and I think it carried over into the TV show. I'm I'm assuming it did. Maybe because it was very, maybe kinda sorta. It was it was very nuanced because like, yeah, there's rocket ships like 
going off in the distance, but it could still be on Earth. It could be from a different time, you know, mm-hmm. or a different dimension. But we'll we'll see. You know, I'm assuming, or maybe from the future, because you know how he was telling Five, like, hey, you you don't understand time travel. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, yeah. There's so so it'd be nice to kind of see where they go with with his his backstory, even though he's a total dick. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. it, it'd be nice. But yeah. Um, but what I thought, yeah, the, the the having Leonard go through an abusive relationship with his family. Oh yeah, his father's another oh, piece of work. Yes, and, and <laughs> once again, a bad parent, but in a different way, you know. And the and he's and I would say Hargreaves is an abusive parent as well, but in a different way. And so it's it. So he basically lived the life of the Umbrella Academy without the notoriety and the fame and the benefits. <laughs> And then and, the one interaction he has with uh, Hargreaves, he's a prick to him too. Yeah, and Hargreaves is absolutely terrible to him. It's like, yeah. So, 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 even though he becomes less likable the further the series goes, especially when he's really pushing Vanya to use her powers, and he gets really excited and giddy when when Vanya slits Allison's neck. Oh God, and yes. It's like, okay, you're terrible, but I do sympathize with you to a point, you know, which. I, I will say this too, like um, kudos to the actor. I, I, I forget, I don't have his name on there. Oh, because from the moment they introduce him for his violin lesson, he just, he is oozing existential dread. Like there's uh-huh. nothing about him at that point to make him a bad guy. But like, I knew, I was like him, he, he, he's the bad guy. There's there just something about him. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah like yeah no and like the way his like nasally kind of type voices and everything yes um yeah oh um john magaro by the way is okay. the actor who played leonard peabody so absolutely no he's uh um you, you can kind of, like when he, when he shows up for the first lesson you're like okay there's there's definitely something going on here that is not uh that's not on the the up and up yeah no definitely but but yeah. And apologies. Oh. I it's 2021 and I still have a landline. So. <laughs> no worries. Some it's usually my dog barking is the background noise in this podcast. So but yeah, yeah. no, everything about letter. We didn't even talk about his uh his uh attic murder shrine <laughs> for, for the Umbrella Academy, where yeah. he has like photos of them with the eyes cut out uh-huh. of the mask, which is terrifying. Which, which I understand like Vanya not wanting to believe her siblings, but when they kind of come up with something like that where right. you know i would start believing them <laughs> like like hey we went to the attic and um and we saw our all our effigies like destroyed <laughs> you know like <laughs> he has a problem with us There's, it's not a coincidence that he just happened to come around you know like yeah so but still uh, then... that, that that was a uh, fantastic when um the reveal when the uh, the one gentleman that from the altercation, and I had assumed as such, but when he wakes up, because I was just like, who are these cartoonish townies that are just yeah. like, hey, your girl stays with me, but then you find out, oh no, he paid them to do that, which makes more sense, because I was just like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know, going into this, thinking that, uh, knowing that we're going to talk about it, when that scene first happens, and we don't have the context that he hired them to har- harass them, I was like, Hey, if me and Brian were hanging out <laughs> and we got a little too drunk, is there any circumstance in the world that we just harassed two innocent bystanders and were like, "Hey, your woman's not leaving"? I was just like, "Who are these yeah. people?" Yeah, I, I think we've both been 
was both have been inebriated in public and right, that's like, never but like yeah but. i was gonna say i've been drunk as a skunk and i've never been like and now i'm going to kidnap that guy's girlfriend yeah. like it's <laughs> never come up <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> like let's do it uh yeah no so um but yeah i so i mean it, it was pretty interesting and, and the the red herring of the um of the eyeball um yes was, was kind of cool too because like you're, you're led to believe during the entire thing that whoever has this eyeball is the reason and he kind of is but he's really not and when leonard loses his eye it's like ah that uh, yep. yeah okay but yeah. oh that poor the guy that runs that facility yeah Ooh, just a few bad days of the office for him exactly <laughs> and it ends with the facility burning down and he seems like he was he was, had a big stake in that like he was like an owner yes. of the of the company or something so yeah it yeah definitely felt bad oh and the hazel and cha-cha dance while they're burning down the building in that mm-hmm. that was yeah <laughs> once again that's just kind of a cool little they have this, yeah those little like kind of fun surreal moments and and it just makes this the show a lot more fun i personally i got through so i'm not used to binging tv shows and okay. I had poor time management. So when we were originally going to do the show, I had like two days to watch all 10 episodes. So it was the first like half. I was, it felt like a slog, but I think that's just because of me. But mm-hmm. I really started enjoying the show. Once once the, the day gets erased and they do the day over, that's when like I started like, oh, this is a, I like the show a lot. This is a fun show. So, but I mean, it definitely though, 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 those, uh, those first episodes are definitely a lot of slower and more meandering. Yeah. And also they they, they, they have a bit of a longer runtime because I, I'm not going to lie again, in context of doing the show, when I was just like, yo, all these episodes are a full hour. What happened to 44 minutes with commercials, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But like, once you get to the end of the series, like the last few are more in like the 50 minute, 47 minute range. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, some of those early episodes, like the show is fantastic, but some of those early episodes, they do meander a little bit more than I would like. Like you just like, I'm sitting there watching the show and sometimes I would pause to be like, what's the runtime on this? Cause I feel like it should have been over now-ish. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, nah, you got, you got a little, you got eight to 10 minutes, 10 more minutes left. Especially but yeah, when- what, what, oh. To your point, once you get to that later episode, it's like, oh yeah, things are moving, things are happening. Exactly, <laughs> and, and that's when you, you know everything kind of clicks in, uh, because because yeah, like in the first few episodes, I was like, I, I would check the time, and I'm like, not only is this like first episode not over, but I have like another four episodes to watch today, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do this, and then I'll, but but like like I I think also you know I, I the the last few things I've I've like binge watched have been like half hour TV shows. And, mm-hmm. and so, so that's a lot different too. Like you can watch like six episodes of community in a row. And it's, it's, such, there you it's, go. it's different than watching three episodes of an hour long show, you know, like, yeah, it's, it just has a different vibe to it. I think you feel like you're, you're, you're getting closer to that, that uh, finish line a lot faster than you are. Also now six uh, episodes of the community does not sound like a bad way to end my evening. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. No. I'm, uh, I'm up to season four now, I think, in the community. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly getting through that as well. See how much I watch TV. I, <laughs> I, first time watching that too. 
Um, oh, it's your first time? Oh, oh yeah. enjoy it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pretty good. Um, but uh, so, yeah. Um, so I think that's that's about it on, on Umbrella Academy. Uh, unless you have anything else that you want to bring up. No, I'll just say um, Umbrella Academy is great. Like I obviously when it hit big on Netflix, all the reviews, the talk around it was very positive. So, you know, I had positive expectations going in, but totally lives up to it. It's a really fun time Um, going into the series, not, you know, knowing very little about it. I really thought, I was like, oh, is this like a kind of X-Men knockoffish thing? You know, just knowing just the scratching of the surface of what it is. And like, it it has an X-Men type premise, but like, like you said, it goes more in a Doom Patrol direction. Like it's something, it's very much its own thing. Like obviously Gerard Way was, in, and G- great uh, Gabriel Ba were inspired, but a lot of stuff they, w- they went, but it's not a knockoff in any sort, in any way. It's its own entity, and it's really fantastic, both as a comic and as a show. But definitely, the show is fantastic. Like I was like, "Oh, do I want to start season two now?" But I didn't want to start complaining things too much. Exactly, and then try to start talking about season two instead of season one. Um, yes. And but oh, um, quick, um, a couple of quick, really quick things. There is a reference to the um, to the Eiffel Tower fight at the end of the season one, which I thought was kind of fun. Like there, um, they had a, a comic, I think that had the you know versus the eiffel tower yeah and or the eiffel tower incident or something like that also in my notes one of the last notes i wrote was so this was loki before loki because like after watching yes watching it i definitely had loki vibes and the uh uh, what is i forget the name of the agency the commission but uh, oh yeah the the time the tda or something like tda the tda Yeah. yeah i was like oh yeah no, the yeah, the TVA, the time variance. TVA, yeah, yeah time that, variance. Yeah, the them and um, commission are very similar, and even like the TVA has the seventies aesthetic, and the commission has the fifties aesthetic. It's there's a lot of similarities there. So I would have to say, if you're a fan of the low key TV show, also if you're a fan of the Doom Patrol show, uh, um, on uh, HBO Max, um, I would say yeah. definitely dive into this. It's a good, it's a good uh, show. It, it's definitely up your alley if you like those two shows. You know, it's a really, really, really fun watch. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. I really want to see how what they, because like, um, I'm assuming uh, season two takes place in Dallas in 1963 during the Kennedy assassination. And I would Jesus. like to see, I would like to see how they handle that in the, in the show too. So that would be very interesting to get. Also, as part of his job, number five was in on the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> yes, he was supposed to prevent, I think prevent it, right? but then he left i wasn't sure if he was supposed to prevent it or he was supposed to be the real shooter yeah and frame uh lee harvey oswald it was but it, it, the, the kenny assassination there's so much conspiracy and it's so muddy that like anytime you reference it you know you're gonna have something fun like i feel like every time it comes up in fiction it's mm-hmm. always handled well and even no matter how differently it's handled exactly no definitely <laughs> it's such an ambiguous uh uh, event in in real life history that you can right. you can really play with it in fiction and have fun so and it's kind of and it's also one of those things kind of like world war ii where it's like it's always easy to make nazis comment uh cannon fodder because like they were such on the evil side of things like there's not a lot of nuance like yeah kennedy was a popular president he gets shot in his car like he wasn't doing any harm at that moment so like it's just no. tragedy so you could 
you can you it's easy to paint you know there's very clear uh victims heroes and villains in that situation so it's you know it's right to be parodied and used in those the different ways exactly and it's like like it's like a, a black and white morality situation but in a gray situation like precise thank, thank you yeah. for saying all everything i said with a, a lot worse and so many more words nice quick <laughs> and concise i appreciate it brian thank uh, you <laughs> hey, I, I i think i i i exist in uh in headlines essentially I'm <laughs> no, really, no, like you. i can't i can't write the body of something but i can tell i can give you a title or a headline you know no i was muddling my way through that you're like rick i got it I, step aside <laughs> i would have got there if, 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 if i would have had that thought if it wasn't for uh, what you said though so it's, it's all good no i appreciate it brother it, teamwork makes the dream work right that, yeah. absolutely all right well um so I think that's it you know um i'm looking through here again and yeah that's uh that's about it um oh um uh the once again another red heron was the monocle in the show like yes and that turned out to be absolutely nothing but in the comic i thought it was kind of cool the monocle actually makes you see things that that are, are beyond reality so i was kind of mm. hoping that would happen in the comic too but apparently no, or in the TV show, but the show, yeah, but yeah, no, it was absolutely, yeah. it was a nothing burger, as as the kids say. Yeah, exactly. I know slang. <laughs> <laughs> we're hip, we're cool. We're we're uh, both not uh, in our either late thirties or early forties. You know, we're, that's right. We're cool. Uh, which I heard. So I'm I'm born in nineteen. I was born in December of nineteen eighty, and cool. um and like technically millennials begin january 81 so i'm like 29 days away from being a millennial but someone said that like my age is can also be called geriatrics geriatrics yes, I've, I've, yes like, I've heard it as well <laughs> i've always felt like an old person so i kind of like <laughs> i like i like being called a geriatric millennial so it's all good but, it makes uh, sense to me yeah definitely all right well i think that's it um so uh richard thank you for joining us on the last uh, bonus episode of this season. Hopefully, you join us for four more. Um, I'm trying to think of good th stuff, and I'm also if if any of y'all have something you want us to cover um, at ten weeks from now in our next uh, series of bonus episodes, uh, shoot an email to comics deserve better at, at gmail.com. And I, we could definitely be bought and bullied because I'm yes. pretty sure we're doing the crow. I'm. I'm, I'm I was gonna say I'm definitely confident that we're doing the crow at least and i'm leaning because i kind of like like an idea of doing one if we're gonna do one something that is maligned we we just do one maligned show you know so <laughs> and I'm, I'm and the crow is not maligned but the other thing i'm thinking of doing is the league of extraordinary gentlemen which is definitely a maligned uh movie and so that might be our our uh our bad movie of yeah oh, uh, all in all in as so, long as i'm yeah. invited back i will be back <laughs> oh absolutely cool definitely always always invited all right well thank you everyone and have a good day and stay tuned next week for a regular uh broadcast thanks bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. <laughs>